It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 45, The Ark of Infinity. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a genetic, like a person. Resulting reaction destroyed. Are you ready? Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your classic tri-weekly Doctor Who review podcast. Classic Doctor Who review podcast. I am your host, Eric Grissom. And I'm your other host, Dan Johnson. And we're back uh, after three long weeks, although they felt like short weeks. Like, they I were couldn't very believe, short like, weeks. All of a sudden, we were back uh, in the saddle, the bedazzled Doctor Who saddle, to talk about uh, arcs and infinity. Uh, how how have you been, Dan, in the last three weeks? Since when we're done, when we're done talking, we hate each other. We so don't speak at all. We don't speak at all. I don't even look at his uh, picture that I keep by my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I barely uh, stick pins into the voodoo doll of you that I have. Uh, I've been good. Things have been uh, not nice. Not a whole lot to report. Um, no, we're getting a new uh, doctor today. Yeah. Or a well, new Doctor Who today. Because it's okay doctor to who. say Doctor Who. I think I've talked about that before. So I, I've had to like uh, completely stay off of that part of Twitter. because. But I mean, what, what's the point? So so we both hate spoilers. Yeah. We, and try, we, both, we try not to get spoiled. Right. And when I think we both agree that we feel... That the BBC almost goes out of their way to squeeze any joy out of the franchise. There's no mystery. Uh, you've mentioned it before, like even on the you know next time on or whatever next time on uh, Doctor Who, they'll the show previous. a character or some kind of plot twist that happens just to drum up I don't, a buzz for a show that everybody's freaking out about anyway. Right, I don't see how that adds anything to it. Like the last one, where it's like, oh, there's the master. Like, okay, right. we would need to be more selective, I think, in their teases. But whatever, you know. Anyway, but this, so this seems like the ultimate spoiler, where they're having such fanfare around announcing who the next Doctor is going to be. It's bad enough to know just because we live in a real world that that the actor is choosing not to continue the character. So we know that it's going to happen. We don't know the exact details, but we do know who he's going to regenerate into. Do you recall being, having the same reaction for all the previous new who's when they came in? Like, Well, we talked about this, I think in the beginning, whereas I had no idea that Christopher Eccleston was only doing a season. No, I didn't. I had no idea who David Tennant was. So that whole regeneration was complete surprise and wonderful um i was very disappointed because christopher eccleson i thought was great and 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 was very underrated but i had no idea and thinking to matt smith i feel like i i avoided the news enough because they announced him right that was a big big deal yeah i feel like i did whatever i could and I can't remember if I succeeded um, in not knowing that change. I can't imagine how that's even possible because yeah. we, I mean, Peter we Capaldi, like sh- it was worse. It felt like I couldn't escape that picture where he sort of looked like Doctor Strange in his cloak. Like I feel like that was yeah. everywhere, and I knew, oh well, it's Peter Capaldi, you know. And you had some some prior uh, 
knowledge of who he yeah, was. Yeah, I, I knew like, who he was, so I was... Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I'm trying to remember if I had started the reboot. I think I started it late, so I came to it after Tenet had already started, maybe? Or, or maybe, I just I just don't recall the, the transition from Eccleston to Tenet being such a huge um, publicity thing. Maybe it was, or maybe it was, maybe it was, maybe it was not here. The show wasn't, the show was, is a institution, um, but it, yeah, it, it wasn't at the level that it was now. It was still sort of the show on sci-fi in, yeah. the, States, in the States anyway. That's where it had had. Appeared. That's right. And the it was Matt Smith. I think the announcement of Matt Smith, and then through the Matt Smith years, that it really blew up um, in the United States. And now it's what it is. So I guess it's just going to get worse. Yeah. So that's all said. There's there's no way that we can avoid knowing who that is until yeah. Christmas. Like, it, it can't yeah, be done. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I'm going to try just as a joke because I want to see how long. Oh, no. Today, we're recording this on Sunday. So it's at the the tennis match, right? That's where it's being announced or something to do with I've tennis. literally tried not to pay any attention to it. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I saw case, there was a ha- it's happening the, the, today. We'll see. I mean, I'm going to try to avoid... I know it's not going to happen. Um, do you have any theories about who you think it's going to be? Or? No, I have no theories about who it is. I have things that I'd like to see. I mean, I would, I would love to see a, a person of color or a woman. I don't see why you couldn't tell those stories and and have them being very compelling from a different point of view. So that might be interesting, but no, I don't, I don't have any preference. I've been, <laughs> I'm always disappointed with the new Doctor for the first couple of. Of yeah. episodes and then they really find their stride. That with Peter Capaldi. <laughs> no, I <laughs> like not until recently. Yeah, not until recently. I know, no, 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 that's not fair because I loved him in in his first story. I thought he was yeah. fantastic in his, his regeneration story. I just hated everything after that for a season or two. Yeah, um, well, I think that's sort. For some people, I feel like you know you you learn a certain thing and you have your own expectations, and when those expectations aren't met. Yeah, it's internalized as a, <clears throat> excuse me as a negative thing, and then eventually you realize that the story you're giving the story a better chance. But we get the same thing with the classic doctors regenerating too. It's it you see okay the actors yeah, settling in, the actors settling in to figure out what choices they're going to make, and the writers are figuring out oh this this uh, actor has these particular strengths, so we'll write for them. So you definitely see that you know the machine kind of gets firing on all gears a little bit later. Um, so we definitely saw that with Davison, I think most recently, um, you know. Tom Baker kind of, kind of hit the ground right. I guess, I don't know. It just didn't yeah. feel like as big a thing. And for us, we're not seeing every single story. And we're seeing them so compressed because um, we're not waiting week by week for every you know 25-minute episode of the story to come out. So I guess it's, it feels a little bit different. But All right. So, yeah. So we're going to find out today. We, neither of us want to know. We're but we're going to. Find to. Out. It's um, impossible to avoid it. We also saw the end of Season 10. Yeah. I want to talk... Very brief. I mean, I think we both we talked a little bit about individual episodes. So we don't need to earn mm-hmm. individual yeah, episodes. In that case, I can call them. You episodes. can say it an episode. Um, so we we won't get too much into that. But I feel like I guess this is a spoiler. If you have not seen season ten, and we do have some fans that only are watching the classic series and are working their way up to the new stuff, which is oh yeah, that's right. Stuff that was cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna spoil. The end of season ten here, so and we should just, only talk about this for a few a minute, maybe. Yeah, so I'll no put, big deal. I'll actually put in the show notes the time that the we get back to the review just for Eric, people. You are a quality podcaster. I'm gonna do that. Um, but okay, so now everybody's gone. 
How great everybody. was it that <laughs> everybody's, um, everybody's got the whole podcast is shut it's down? Me, buddy. But I loved the end of I, the last two episodes of season ten were some of the best I think of the whole season. I think of the whole Capaldi run. Yeah, honestly, no, I, I would agree with that without and a doubt. How many were there total episodes? Of, of the season? Yeah, of the season. Ooh. Oh, gosh, we don't, Second we don't do our last research. one, I felt like it was even stronger than the the finale. Yeah. Um, but in any case, both still were great. great. And working in Hartnell, or the, the actor playing Hartnell from uh, yeah. Space and Time was yeah. awesome. Like that, it was so good. That I thought was really well executed. And just yep. I can't wait now for the Christmas episode. Yes. Yes. I'm assuming but, that's that's what the Christmas episode is. But the it's reason him learning how to die and he's who's he talking to? The first doctor to ever regenerate and what he went through. Yeah. Because you have all this, you know, Peter Capaldi doesn't want to go, and he did say that David Tennant line. Which he, but it, it was as a David Tennant, like it, it was. Yes, I liked that moment though. Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I just I know feel you like, and the, he did the Jelly Babies earlier, and he, really? I mean, it's all these references, which is yeah. really nice. It felt good. Do you ever find that Stephen Moffat just leans too heavily on remember this stuff? Like he's the he's one of he the ultimate it. fans. He's he one is of the an ultimate, ultimate fan, fans. and then it it almost go. It's too much for me, but whatever. That's yeah, I know personal, what you mean. Personal gripe. <laughs> What's important for our yeah? What's important for our our viewing of it is that it brought back the classic cyber Cybermans, which is really cool. Yeah. I mean the, I, it was such a callback to the original design without being the exact cheesy design. Like it was it was it was that nice blend of uh, you know, modern uh, techniques of creating and and budget. Actually, it was really just budget. It was budget, but still recreating these old. Um, Cybermen, which was just great. Did you think it worked? I thought it still held up. I watched. Oh, it worked it. fantastically. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially I. And then you have the comparison of the those classic Cybermen versus these new battle mode ones in the same shot. And I honestly preferred the classic ones so much because the new ones just look so over designed. Yeah, yeah. So, which I didn't have a problem with them previously when we saw them in the new series. I thought they're okay. Yeah, that's the Cybermen because I didn't have any exposure to the originals. So now seeing them side by side, it's like, oh, I really actually preferred the original design with a budget. Yeah, and I think it worked, too, because the leaning into the low-budget nature of it, or it it gave it a sense of being creepy, and it became like a horror, like a body horror thing. It totally did. Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I so that said, I mean, I love those stories. I, I, you know, kind of have a little bit of an issue of, the ending, well, not the ending, but the the way that um, Bill takes off, that that kind of like, oh, really? Because that felt very uh, much fly, like fly among the yeah. stars and run into Clara with her floating restaurants. Yeah, which I'd rather I'd I'd rather follow that. I'd love to see the diner in space. I'm very happy though that they brought back the woman from the first uh, episode of this season. Um, that they had fallen in love, so they played up that whole love story. When we yeah. first meet Bill, she meets that girl who, you know, yes. made a point of, like, did they stop looking for her? What about her parents that, you know? I didn't quite feel like that relationship was earned entirely, but when you have 44 minutes of a story to get through, you can't really do that. She served her fries. It was a, it was, it was a love, love at uh, first among fry. the stars. Yeah. A little okay. strange, too, because she's also... In another entity. It's not like it's the same yeah. woman. It's just an entity that took the appearance of one and probably inherited some of her oh, emotions yes. and memories and stuff. But it also right. had its own set. It's not quite the same 
woman, but whatever. We'll let it go. Yeah. No, I think it's interesting, but it just felt a little bit not easy, but like, okay. Is I Bill guess. gone? I don't think so. I hope I, not. I wouldn't think so. No. We're going to see her having lost her, and then she's going to have some sort of emotional stuff to work through. I don't know. I she's going to make a, she's going to have to make a choice and come back and she's going to come back alive because this creature can, you know, rebuild her again. So, I don't know. It could be, Speaking it could be of coming back from other dimensions or worlds into okay. ours. Yes. Uh, that sounds a lot like the plot to Arc of Infinity. Uh, <gasps> should we jump into Wow. That? Yeah, let's do it. Let's hit the button. All right. Whoop. Space-time parameters of the Matrix have been invaded by a creature from the antimatter world. We know its composition and how unstable is the magnetism that shields it. The creature must be expelled immediately if we are to avert disaster. Without knowing its purpose here. Its presence here must be our first concern. Antimatter cannot coexist in harmony in our universe. Lord President. This creature is here now because it bonded with me. To do so, it needed something very special. Full and precise details of my biological makeup. Now, I didn't pass this information on. Somebody did. The question is, who? We considered this, Doctor. But the implications are quite preposterous. Chancellor, can bonding occur without the full imprint of a so-called bioscan? Well, not to my knowledge. But the power of this creature is outside the limits of what we know, Doctor. Lord President, I ask for time to have this fully investigated. I'm sorry, Doctor, but we must deal with the situation as it exists now. The time factor involved leaves only one course of action open to us. Commander! You know that capital punishment has long been abolished here in Gallifrey. That there is a precedent for a situation like this. Have you nothing further to say, Doctor? I have a great deal to say. You can't do this. You must destroy the creature. Child, you think we have not considered this? The creature is shielded. We have no way of tracing it. So you're prepared to kill the Doctor? Commander! Remove the Doctor to the security compound. As soon as the warrant is issued, you will convey him to a place of termination. All right, this is the Ark of Infinity. This is the first story of the 20th season, 1983. Who could forget that wonderful year? Written by Johnny Byrne and directed by Ron Jones of the Ron Town Joneses. The Doctor finds himself the target of a past enemy, the disgraced Time Lord Omega. Omega. I'm going to mm. probably say Omega. I'm going to say Too Omega. Too many times it's in my notes, but Omega. American. Omega, a being of pure antimatter, devises a plan to bond with the Doctor and cross over into our dimension. The Doctor must find a way to stop Omega, uncover a double agent in the High Council, and survive a death sentence, all while Nisa feigns interest in reuniting with Tegan. Dan, what did you think of uh, Arc of Infinity, where we get, wow. to, we get to go back and see Omega again, which we had already uh, witnessed in The Three Doctors? Yeah, this is kind of, for me, like, uh it's got a lot of pluses and minuses for me it's um very heavy on the myth arc uh which i yeah that's mentioned right a thousand alley. times I mean, that i love yeah i love all that so that that makes me really happy um even though i had to look up a whole lot of stuff because we we get through these things every three weeks and we we kind of plow through them and then i immediately delete them from my brain drive and i can't remember stuff so i had to 
refresh myself on a bunch of these things. But it was that that part was cool. Um, I loved some of the the set and setting was really great. I actually liked the stuff on Gallifrey a lot. The the intrigue was Co- Colin Baker carting around that whole. Do you want to get to that helmet? already? Well, I don't know. We're gonna he, all over the place, but what is helmet or is helmet his hair? Helmet. It's like. <laughs> It, just put it down. You know what I mean? No. You're not going to put it, it on. Like, Everybody else is wearing their helmet. He's just sitting there with that dumb helmet the whole time. But yeah. It doesn't fit over his hair. It doesn't fit over and his hair. It doesn't hair. fit. Well, so so what What was your reaction when you saw Colin Baker? Because mine was, I was like, oh, is that Colin, Colin Baker? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. That, is that just someone who looks a whole freaking lot like Colin Baker? Like, what's I happening? I had heard um, he had been in the show before. Oh, I, I, didn't I had know no what, idea. I didn't know what storyline it was, so seeing him wasn't a surprise. Oh, man. No, it took me... I, I just did a complete boop, double take because I was not uh, aware of that at all. So... Yeah. So this is this is his debut on on Doctor Who. Obviously, not playing the same character. And we've seen this a whole bunch of times with other other people doing yeah, the same thing. Um, but this is so close to when he actually it's like a year plus. He, a little yeah, more so than a he year, right? after this season, at, at the end of the next season, he um, takes over. So it just seems really like uh, yeah, real close to when um, uh, when he's going to actually come onto the show. Um, I, I'm guarant- I, I didn't do any research in a head because I don't want to get any spoilers, but it does make me wonder. The, the whole thing with Capaldi right now and the fact that he, you know, he had played a, 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 a character on before and then had the doctor had taken his face on purpose. Like they made a huge deal out of that, where which is strange because they never did with, you know, uh, Amy Pond. Uh, Karen had been on the show previously in the same story, actually, as Capaldi. Um they did make reference back. Uh, I don't know if you're a Torch Torchwood fan, uh, but Gwen had uh, yeah, the actress on. had had right. done one story um, of who, and they actually make reference to that that there's echoes of uh, these people throughout time and whatever. So right. yeah, um, but yeah, I just wonder like, are the, is there going to be anything any acknowledgement of it? I'm gonna I, guess. I'm gonna guess gonna there's not. No. Here's why: because in this story, they make no freaking reference to Tegan until she shows up. Tegan is a weird thing. Nothing. I, I made a joke in the beginning, but when the doctor tells Nisa at one point that uh, Tegan is around, or they, they, they he, he found Tegan, she feigns any no. kind of of interest. There's actually two. There's two moments. Um, Nisa smiles when she hears the creature has Tegan in a weird way. Like the the doctor oh. tells her, and she walks up, and then. Nisa does this like happy sort of like thing where she's like happy that Tegan's getting tortured, and then later <laughs> when you find out that Tegan is okay, she does the reverse. She sort no. of has this, she has a pained smile. Yeah, you're gonna have I to give that, that okay. later. It, it's in my so, head. There's this whole little weird psychological war going on between the two of them. Perhaps, perhaps. I'm not going to discount <laughs> your feelings on that one, but I did notice that she had her back to the doctor the first time whenever he says that he has. Uh, you know that Omega has Tegan, uh, and she does have that smile. She has a weird smile. But I did read it you. as, "Oh, Tegan's." You whatever. will when you, no, you're when right. you when you <laughs> you're watch right. the oh. scene again when she finds out she's unharmed and she's got this horrible pain. She's trying to hold that smile together, but she's like, "Oh man." Well, that that one might be ambiguous about what she's actually feeling, though. You're starting to convince me. What's not ambiguous is the very final three seconds of the story 
when Tegan's there and says to the doctor, well, I guess you're stuck, you're stuck with, with me. me. And I guess he does and, not look happy. He does not like that at all. Um, one of our listeners, Bernard, wrote in about that. Um, so I had to put together the quick reaction gift. So that's up on our Twitter timeline if you guys want to see it. But it's it's obvious and painful. And I'm, I want to know what's in the doctor's head at that point. Is he it, looks visibly pained. He like, does. <laughs> So to be charitable, he's worried about her coming along because he doesn't want to put her in danger and she's been safe on Earth. I don't know. I can't imagine what the positive – like, they left it in for a reason. Like, they didn't have to have that that take where the doctor no, looks like that. They do not so, look happy. At as all. As far as she's concerned, too, she was abandoned. I mean, yeah. they thought that she wanted to stay there. but she Did they? Was, no, no. I think they thought that – don't they make a comment? It was just the last story that we did. I know, but... Where, like, oh, it's great. Because, you know, every time we see her, there's always a point of one scene where she's like, I want to go back to the airport. Yeah. And then they finally get her back to the airport. And I thought Nisa and the doctor have some back and forth where they're like, well, at least she's back to where where she is when they're leaving. They don't purposely leave her there. They think that she wants to stay there. Yeah, I guess. I don't think it's like a cruel thing where they're, like, trying to abandon her. It seems more of a misunderstanding, and then Tegan sees them leave, and she's sad. Right. That's right. the that's the way I took it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so how much time do you think has passed between uh, when Tegan got left behind? Because I'm saying she got left behind. Um, got left behind, and so when you, she wait, went just to, to the, stop yeah. on that, you think they purposely no. left her behind? Right? No, I just think I just think the whole that whole um, exiting was very. Did you unusual. do any research? Did she have to do a movie or something? Like why? I can't imagine all any did. of that in there because she comes right back. I feel like it was more of, <clears throat> more of a plot like cliffhanger thing because this is that was the end I of guess, the previous yeah, the end se- of the season, season so, and this like, is the oh, is she so really she was gone? right. She's a companion who left and came back. Was it a contract the, negotiation? Like two stories. We don't have to write you back in. Like who knows what is really. She going had on. the goods on uh, GNT. She had to get that JNT killer new haircut. I was like, oh, I who love is, the haircut. Who is it all of a sudden? Yeah, no, she's I, got the I haircut. She's got the the Madonna bustier. Is yeah. looking really something else on her. Um, okay, so so time flight, you know, immediately preceded this story, but um, it it just it was hard to tell like how much of the of the gap of time had happened. I guess it was just for me. Enough it felt for her weird to get fired. That was it. enough for her, enough for her to lose her dream job. This is the only thing she ever wanted in the world, and oh, no, she, she spends uh, her whole life trying to just be on a plane. And they put her on a plane. They're like, yeah, you're not very good at this. Eric, do you think they uh, fired Tegan because she was never on time? Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> okay, uh, no, but I do like the, they make a point of her getting fired. Yeah, like like they needed an excuse. She couldn't just quit and go with him. Like, well, it was they like, needed I had no other option. She needed an excuse to get to Amsterdam. She needed a reason for being it. But why being in Amsterdam? Just because of the water. But there's water everywhere. Maybe they had yeah. that location or no, something. No, there was. There I'm was glad. Something. Like the location was cool. You know, yeah, no. yeah. Um. Well, they, they. Okay, so we're kind of jumping ahead. But when uh, the doctor and Nisa get to Amsterdam and they finally find the crypt. Um, the doctor makes some offhanded comment, which is just like, I guess you have Under to, one of those things you have to go with it. Yeah. Right, exactly. Amsterdam is below sea level to maintain the pressure for the fusion conversion. I guess. Okay. Because it's right on the, on the curvature of the arc of infinity that got moved over Amsterdam. It's just one of those like, all right, 
I guess that's what we're doing for this story, and just you kind of go with it. But should we should we just back up and kind of go through it a little bit more? It don't matter. You can more in the go all over yeah. the place. All right. Well, I mean, I I, I do want, like Dan. I like the beginning starting with um, immediately. You know that we're dealing with Gallifrey and Time Lords because you see the figure with the back silhouetted um, with the unmistakable Time Lord headdress. I don't know what you want to call it, but like that big. You, you can't miss it <clears throat> while he's talking to some alien whatever i i liked the omega's costume in this more than the original one because i actually prefer I like the one. original one i thought was cooler oh, no. looking this one seemed it was interesting but uh, later on i know you're trying to go to the beginning i'm going to the yeah. end but when uh-huh. he's freaking out and he's literally like mushing pushing, it mushing <laughs> the sides it just doesn't like the old one was like that flat it had like a like it almost feel like a steel helmet. Yeah. Whereas this is like an insect. Like it did have that feel. Yeah. More his head. I guess it is. His, is it his head? I don't think it is his head. I I felt like. I mean, it's never explained. But yeah. was that like some sort of suit that allowed him to exist? In the, I don't know. Perhaps. I don't know what it was. In any case, they they redesigned. They redesigned his. Yeah. Look since we saw him last. It Which meant cool. that it felt cheaper. To me. You, you think this one felt cheaper? Yeah. Like that. Oh, it, I liked it. it. It seemed like there, I don't know. You okay. didn't, it didn't take you out a little bit when he was mushing. Well, when he mushed it, yeah, from like the sides, and I was like, I mean, like right, you saw a whole bunch. Of, you know, earlier than that, you see like all this liquid running out of it, and he's starting to kind of melt and whatever. And then he mushes it, and I, I did have the thought was like, oh, did he do that by accident? And they're just like, ah, I guess we'll have to keep it, so that it just kept going with it. So maybe, but yeah. the but the initial appearance of him, you know, they redesigned it so you don't know that it's Omega. In fact, he's in the first two episodes of the story he's credited as as the renegade yeah now i was gonna say did you know nope it was omega or omega was i'm gonna say omega because i'm american but um no i i didn't i found out thanks to a description though i I didn't know until i don't know what episode but on brit box three would be they say like right in the description of the episode didn't read any of those it said you know i accident i was like going to the next episode and then i looked and it said Omega does this, and it's like, oh man. Yeah, no, I you can't on BritBox. As much as we love the service, we're not brought to you by BritBox, but you it gives you like the the thumbnails and description for each of them in that story. I can't avoid looking at the thumbnails because you can't, you just can't. But I have been trying to not read them because they just side spoil note. everything. Totally yep. unrelated side note, but sure I just thing. want to give props to good user experience. Showtime will show you, like, for Twin Peaks, gen- everything gets a generic thumbnail of the episode yes. until you watch it, and then it's a, a still from that show. So you, you don't I get any noticed. spoilers. At least okay. it does it on, on the iOS app, which I think is just a great idea, and I wish everybody followed suit. That is a really cool idea. I, I had noticed that that the when you go to select it, it is just that, you know, Cooper imposed over superimposed over the right. Twin Peaks thing, you, but I go, didn't go, notice. Yeah, that. go back to okay. what you've seen and, and you'll see. Oh, that's a, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. Uh, okay. But anyway, um, keep going. Yeah. So we got so, our anyways, so just like, to go into. So much backpack. But uh, no, I like that. Uh, I like the the intro to this it was mysterious from the beginning, and I knew that it's going to be a Time Lord thing, so it's going to be myth arc. So I got excited right away. It also had. It felt like Ming the Merciless was in a sleep stack cave. You're playing with the little light-up cubes as you plug yes, them in. There's yeah. a very Land of the Lost uh, feeling there, which just warms my heart. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't have to go through plot stuff. But, you know, they, they get the 
someone has stolen the bio data of a time lord and it turns out to be the doctor and we find out what that's all used for so we don't need to get through all the plot stuff but did you but did the plot itself work for you did it hold together were there big holes or no not really i mean it, it omega being who he was would make sense that he would have some kind of vendetta against the doctor why he would isolate the doctor um you know was the it, bonding and stuff it's a little bit hard you know i don't know if i completely 100 percent find it i mean he's in he's antimatter. he's got to go to our world made of matter so he's going to make a genetic copy of the doctor that he himself is going to be and, and that should have destroyed the doctor or taken him off the board but because they stopped it you had two of them existing simultaneously I don't think that's exactly it. I mean, wait, I don't think he was intent. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think he was intending to make a genetic copy of himself in order to look like him. Maybe that was the entire thing. Well, either it, but at least copy, at the very least. Mer- they were going to merge together. Yes, it was bond. the bonding thing. Right. So, so you're thinking what I mean, whatever. The process didn't finish. So you're right? thinking when the, when when uh, Omega first kind of takes over the Doctor, they're, they're on the TARDIS. It goes all slow. Yeah, yeah. When they, exactly. And then they, they and then merge. they merge into each so other. So there was a, a problem at that point. Yes. Okay, right, because they do say that. And then he kind of goes spinning off into wherever. And yeah, then and before he can finish, that's why the, the Time okay, Lords okay, want to okay. kill Peter Davison or the so Doctor. So he would have, yes. No, I got that. Right. I get that. But, um, but somehow he ends up there anyway, even with the Doctor still... Exactly. So had it worked to Omega's plan, he would have just taken over. Like his yeah. his, and his consciousness and everything would have merged directly into the Doctor, and the, yeah, and the they would have become would be unified gone. as one. Right. But now he's in this weird transient state, and that's why it's like going to decay quickly. And they have yes. to yes, okay, great, yep. I'm with you. Um, okay, I think it worked. I mean, it wasn't overly complicated. Um, no, it as makes much sense. As I make and it sound I, like it was. There's also a, I love when there's sort of the element of mystery, a whodunit type thing. Yeah. You don't know who the Time Lord or the the high council time lord that's a, a traitor is obviously like they play it so hard that it's gonna be um who's the who's the guy that you think the castellan castellan it's and at that point you're like oh it's not castellan and then the other guy goes out of his way to be nice and i'm like oh it's that guy you yeah know, it just felt like that part was a little bit easier to figure out but still it was fine i mean it was it, i let these things wash over me and try not to solve them I, yeah. I can watch I can watch a murder she wrote and not guess the ending every I time. Had a, I definitely had a mixed feeling with this, and I think I match you a little bit where you had highs and lows. The last episode, oh boy. part four, was so drawn out. Um, the slowest chase scene slow, ever. Yeah, it was just really slow, and there was lots of just people walking through hallways in this uh, particular expert. The extras themselves, I don't know <laughs> if you noticed, they looked so tired. So I don't know if shooting was going on. Like every time, like the guards would walk by camera, some of them just looked like they were just they were yawning. This thing in there, yawning. There's like, oh geez, what? Are we, all right, where are we gonna be next? Yeah. So it felt like when it wasn't working, it just felt like sort of tired. The whole thing sort of just felt like a little bit weird. But I I will say the Peter Davison as Omega being the weird space pedo, like where he was just being oh my creepy God. and walking up to kids and like making, there's like this five, six second scene of just him staring at a boy. Like the whole thing. And then the smile slowly curls yeah, onto his lips. creeping up on these kids. Was I was waiting crazy. for a payoff for that. I thought, okay, he's going to actually take over like the kid's body or something. Like I thought yeah. like, oh, 
I'm smiling because I found the perfect host for my whatever before I disintegrate. No, he was just being real creepy. He's just being a real weird, a real. Weird and then what about those weird scenes where they're so the doctor? Okay, so we talked about the basic plot. So the the, the high council learns that this they don't know it's Omega yet, but they know that there's some entity that is trying to bond with the doctor. Yeah, does, does it work? But they, if they kill the doctor, this entity will have no way of getting into our world. And the only way right. he could do that is if he had the exact bio data on somebody. So they're like, right. easy solution. We kill the doctor. Everything's fine, which is yep. kind of dark and weird. Super and dark. Still, the doctor's sort of friendly with these people, but they're monsters, which was which was kind of kind of interesting. He could see it from their point of view. Right. Um, so, so all of that's going on, and the doctor is executed. Now, the High Council doesn't know one of them is a traitor and has stopped the process so the doctor doesn't die, and the doctor gets put into sort of that weird netherworld where he's Boy, we, dead we but got not a lot. dead. Let's and there's that. that weird sort of vibrating, it almost looks like it's a weird porno type thing where Tegan is angled and the doctor's oh. angled and they're all vibrating in this weird sex yeah, yeah. 80s thing that's going on. It got and real they show hot. That, they show that a lot. It's just a weird, it's a weird scene, man. I have it on loop. It's just, it's, it is hot stuff. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of vibrations, on. lots of vibrations. So you brought up a whole mess of stuff there. So first of all, the destruction of the time Lord, um, they say that, this only happened once before, um, which I, I so there's go back. precedent for. I had to go back and look that that up. That was Morbius, so like the hand of Morbius, our brain of Morbius that we yep. reviewed. So that that was the one they had destroyed because he was that you know warrior, uh, time lord that kind of wanted to go on conquest. So so that was interesting. So I, I I guess none of them had had actually experienced one before because, or at least some of them hadn't because the Castellan and um, Colin Baker. Uh, sorry. After I, I can't remember his name. I just it's Colin Baker in, in my head. Uh, oh, oh yeah, the commander Maxel, 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 that's yeah. it. Sorry. Um, yeah. So they say, you know, was was that what you expected to be? No, not me neither. It's just that suspicious about it. So yeah. So the doctor's body gets put in behind a force field so that no one can see him, and he's still in the chamber, and then his brain goes into the matrix. Right. Yeah, that's what I should say. He, he was in the matrix. That's what. Right. So the arc. One point of the arc of infinity is in. Holland, and then the other one, they're going to directly point towards the Matrix, and then he so, would have control of the Matrix. So and using yeah. that power, he would allow him to do the conversion from one dimension to the other dimension. Yeah, right. So, so backing up, the, the Arc of Infinity itself is what they call this point in space where a Q star had uh, imploded, and it's it allows goddamn you know, Q stars, man. I know, man, always imploding. Um, so it is, you know, it creates a gateway to other dimensions, and it also is a it, the magnetism that it creates, a special type of magnetism, will allow the antimatter to exist, it be shielded in the matter world without, you know, I guess the two of them collide and whew, everything blows up. So that's why it's there. Omega is going to move, you know, shift that uh, arc of infinity over them into the the you know over Gallifrey and and kind of take over the Matrix because they'll have the the power of the Arc of Infinity combined with the power of the Matrix well does eventually allow them to take it over and that curvature going also to Amsterdam I mean sure to allow him hey, this whole thing some of that's just like yeah that okay, can seem fine, like a, fine, a way fine, to, fine. to funnel the 
power of the Matrix yes. to do whatever. But, exactly. And then he needed water for – there was a reason why that was for – They just needed hydrogen. The hydrogen, just, right? So that was the The, the most abundant atom in the universe. But they had to go to Amsterdam yeah, right. because fine. of the – Everything's okay. fine. <laughs> I felt like this story was so dense with – References to things that we have seen before, so characters like Omega coming back and uh, things like concepts like the Matrix and and this recall circuit that they talk about, which I think was kind of invented for this because I can't find any reference to it other times, but they say like this recall circuit that brings the TARDIS back to them has only been used twice before. Right. But I can't find any reference to where that actually happened, so please correct me. But so so it's a mix of like, oh, should I know this thing, or is this just newly invented? But it feels like it's been around forever, which is good. I mean, that they were able to weave yeah. these things together. It just makes it very dense in some cases, where I'm just like, all right, I guess they had to be below sea level because what they wanted to shoot in Amsterdam. So that was throwing you out, and not the fact that the costumes and stuff look like. Someone had cut out like an egg container and painted it and put it on the top of the High Council of Gallifrey's heads. Like there <laughs> was their helmets too small, like all of them too small, like none of them fit right. It felt like they were washed and somehow shrunk and washed. Like everything just felt too small. Like uh, some of the like I could you could feel sort of budget straining going on, I think, on a lot of uh the well, costuming but I would say, and the decoration and stuff. It but there felt, was a lot of it, though. The, the, I, maybe that's the case, but there was so much. I mean, tons of guard costumes, unless there were, like, three of them, and they just kept swapping people in and I out I guess what them. I mean is, like, you know, we're not making you a new one. You're wearing the hat of the oh, person sure. to play this, and it, but it doesn't fit. That's fine. You're, but yeah. they had half a dozen, like, uh, Time Lord uh, from the council. They had all these guards. They had incidental people like Damon and Taylor. They had... All these location shots, I'm assuming everything that's inside the Citadel is constructed set and everything outside that, like the crypt and all that. I don't know if the crypt was actually location. I mean, obviously the exterior shots were, but like inside the crypt, it looked really great, but it would have to be on a soundstage because they modified it to have like the TARDIS behind right. the, where the chicken monster would come out. Um, no, we didn't really talk about the chicken monster, the I, giraffe bird or whatever that whatever that thing was the ergon not the scariest looking uh creature um, i would say when i first the most no it is not scary when i first saw it it the tail looks like the tail from alien like they had that little segmented vertebrae sort of tail with a point on the end but the head of a chicken um <laughs> I don't I mean was it because when it's standing there and and in the, like the last uh, last episode of the story the, or the third episode of the story, um, Omega's standing there and he has the the ergon beside him and I swear to God it's just sitting there moving its head like a chicken it just keeps tilting yeah and it's like one of those things that you would put on your desk that would just go up and down and like bobbing hit for a key, the water thing hit a key on a yeah 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 but I mean it was very specifically a chicken. But, I mean, maybe Omega just likes chickens because he created it with his mind brain. So Yeah, and he also, as you mentioned, we, we talked briefly about uh, Tegan's cousin, uh, who's Damon, right? Is Damon the cousin? No, Damon, Damon, Damon is the Damon's the other dude. Okay, the friend. Uh, Damon, no, Damon is the friend on Gallifrey, the one who works in the oh, computer right, right, right. room. Oh, right, Okay, yeah, yeah. Damon, Damon's up. Uh, no, no, who, no. Who are, you the are... Two, who are the two people, the backpackers that spend yeah, yeah, yeah. in the youth hostels? So we got uh, all horse teeth, uh, Robin. Oh, and man. then, Jeez. then little little zombie Colin. Uh, Colin is the cousin, um, okay, the one who tur yeah. turns into a zombie. Uh, Robin's the one with the horse teeth. 
with the we've got a package uh, for this missing guy. I'll just give it to some stranger. Whoever needs it, just yeah, take that's it. That's fine. Oh, just, just get it. this off our desk. We don't want paperwork. Look at, that's fine. Just no, give it fine. to these people that may or may We're not. We're in Holland. Who cares? Yeah. It's cool. Uh, yes, yeah, so we got those two backpackers. Um, what'd you think of that whole? There was a whole lot of intercutting in the beginning, back and forth with them between that and the intrigue. I'm like, where is this going to yeah, sync it up? Was, because it, it really like, ruins the momentum. The setup was just to get a reason for Tegan to be there. But realistically, yeah. I mean, you could have had this take place in, you know, near the airport. Somehow, like, Tegan could have been the one that was taken over, you know, and not had the backpackers at all. And then the right. doctor would have seen Tegan and rescued yeah. her. That, yeah, know. that would have been fine. That would have been fine. But I don't was, know why know, they did that. There was a lot. There was a yeah. I mean, there was a lot of padding. It felt like in this. It was definitely the fourth episode was all padding. It was just you know they had to go from hostel to hostel. I, I'm surprised they didn't show them going into every single hostel and getting turned down. No. That they're, that took forever. Slow chase scene. We did. I mean. We did get to see the doctor and Nisa. We did get to see Nisa. several pedestrians get knocked over. I think there's at least two, and Different the doctor's two. like, "You're fine. <laughs> You're it's fine. You'll it's be fine. all right." You'll the be doctor right. knocks yeah. one woman over and knocks with her, the, her, her groceries everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and then they Nisa try to pick tries them up to help. Get, they fall out, more fall out, more fall like, out. Oh god! And then they're following uh, Omega, who had knocked over a guy in an alleyway, and the doctor's like, "He's fine. He's fine." But <laughs> Tegan and Nisa stop to ask him, "Is he okay?" And he comes back and yells at them to keep <laughs> yeah. going. He did yell a couple of times at people, like in this episode he, where he has he that switch where he becomes not a very friendly doctor. Yeah, he does have. Behind that blonde hair and uh, big chompers, he's not always the nicest guy. So um, yeah. So uh, what are some other things in this one? Um, we do get some reference. We get a the the doctor asks about Leela, which is kind of cool. But what was the Leela reference? Because I so we get both we get reference. That. Yeah. So they're they're in the control room. Um, Colin Baker Maxwell is guarding over them. Um, Damon and Nisa come in and he he's allowed to have a moment this is before he's supposed to get executed he's allowed to have a moment alone with them and as they're walking away back to nisa's room they're kind of talking loudly to be like oh what's going on to like kind of say like we're not really plotting anything right and he asks about leela um and they mentioned you know leela is happily married to um you know she she had left the story because she had fallen and left the show the character left left traveling with the doctor in order to be with this guard on Gallifrey that she had fallen in love with. She's happily married with oh, him. Oh, that's cool. And we that was a story we did not cover. So. Yeah, so that's that's kind of nice. She's yeah, I missed married that. To I just missed that. I, this, I originally I thought you were talking about the Romana thing. Yes, yeah, so they also mentioned Romana as well because you know the doctor did not bring her back when he was asked because he says, you know, "Why did you use the recall circuit? I would have come back if you had asked." And I'm like, well, you didn't bring Romana back, but. Right. She did what she wanted to do. So we're going to gonna kill you. So and we're going to kill you. Know, later you're going to save us. So Yeah, as oh, always. Cool. Um, what else yeah, we got? Yeah, so that was, that was kind of nice. That we got good. a little, I mean, I think, little reference. Do you have anything else to cover for this? I think we hit all the stuff. I'm um, if there's any. Oh, I enjoyed it for the most part. Like, it was... I have no really big issues with it. I did find some parts kind of boring... Uh, a little drawn out. Oh, you have something good. Yeah, I mean, there was there was one thing. So, we, we it goes on for a very long time. This hiding of the identity of who this saboteur is, or the the person conspiring with Omega. Mm -hmm. When you see those scenes, it's shot over the shoulder and in silhouette, so you can't tell who it is, and the voice is altered as well. Like you can't tell. Otherwise, you would have known all along um, who it was. You know, if if Hedden had just talked in his normal voice, we're like, oh, that's Hedden. 
but he talks in a kind of squeaky kind of pitched voice yeah and so then when they when they turn and reveal that it's him it's like well does he just talk to Omega that way? Why? Yeah. Like, is someone listening? More, he, I, I just thought that was more for the viewer. Yeah, but um, but they could have just said, you know, I he's being transmitted over a thing and whatever, and like the voices, anything. Yeah. It just felt really dumb. The other thing that just that made me crack up is when you're seeing this over the the shoulder, reverse like three quarter shot. He's acting with his hands like crazy. It's really it's selling. all it's all hands and they're tapping each other and he's holding this thing. I, what is the thing he's holding? He is a little over the top. It like is so guy. much hand motion yeah. acting. Um, I really felt the pathos coming through his fingers, so that was it was effective. Now, what did he get oh, out boy. of it? What was his whole uh, right get from betraying his own people? I mean, he, he they just play didn't it off know. like he. I don't know. He did know, but he was no. Like, he why? didn't know that Omega was crazy. Like he didn't know the extent that Omega had just gone insane by being trapped in the antimatter dimension for all this time right, and but not it was having a physical for him form. To execute the doctor who he had a previous relationship with. They I don't were think friendly. He, I don't think he he in the fact that it was going to be the doctor was incidental. It just happened. It had to be the doctor because of you know X Y and Z. He said because of all these factors, it has to be the doctor. He says at the beginning. So I think that's fine. I think I just don't think it had the, that part of the plot was yes, we get to kill the doctor. It was that I can bring back Omega, who is this hero. You know, he's one of the founders of the Time Lord Society. He's one of the founders of the Time Lord Society with Rassilon. Um well, I so, get that if he's more. That's what I'm. So he just you know, didn't he's more know. Of a follower of Omega, but I think he totally knew the Doctor was going to be killed as a result. No, he did. He knew that the yes, he did. But it, that wasn't the point of it. That was like an unfortunate. To me, it seemed like that was an unfortunate byproduct. You have to break some eggs to make the omelet. Like, okay, he's going to get sacrificed to bring back this hero of Time Lord society, which was ultimately. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, his Hedden's motivation goal. to me, wasn't it was unclear. That. I just felt like he was just trying to restore, in his mind, was a hero of Time Lord Society, unwittingly, not, unwitting to the fact that the guy was batshit crazy. No, and I thought so. that's that's also what was one of the elements of the show I really liked was about Omega and how he's banished to this horrible world all alone and how depressing mm -hmm. that is and how all he really wants to do is go home. Yeah. And so... You can. I will found myself sympathizing with him, and I could definitely understand why he would want to come back. And you really do feel bad for him. And he sort of commits suicide at the end. Essentially, he forces the doctor, or what he thinks he, he's gonna, you know, uh, he's gonna take him, everyone with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he sort of pushes his hand, and the doctor has a gun. He's like, "Don't make me do this, whatever." Um, and he sort of rushes him. So I, that was interesting. I like that they they built upon that a little bit so i totally get yeah omega's thing i just you don't know, the guy that was hidden. sort of friends with the doctor and he wanted yeah. to bring back omega because it was omega going to do something or give him power or create you know seem like yeah, it doesn't know, matter the kind of weird castellan shot him anyway so oh well yeah. by hidden um the one thing i really wish they had developed a little bit more was more time with just um you know tegan and robin walking around amsterdam uh starting their own mystery club yeah i mean, I mean that could have been a real good spin-off story uh whole serial uh aka yeah. like the uh, sarah jane adventures but i like that they that. gave tegan 
some more business to do. to do. And so yep. she had to solve a certain thing, like find her cousin. Yeah. But it, there was really nothing there. It there was, was no payoff to coffee. That. They had coffee or whatever. And she was like, tell me what you know, and I'll go to the police. And then before, you know, then they were there and then she was a prisoner. So yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, like they, they, I don't know. That, that should have been built up a little bit more. Well, like you had said earlier, it could have just been her from the outset without the backpackers. Yeah. But at least we did, even though they didn't go that route, the simpler route, more direct route. We got something did, for her to do. Which they nice. gave her a – she did send a secret message to the doctor via the sex room or the vibrating <laughs> sex room, rather. Vibrating sex room, yep. Where she does that weird sort of code thing where she says um, – well, I, I don't can't remember it what it was. Code. She says a couple of things that the doctor's able to figure out. Right, right. She, she, she mentions the hostel basically in, in a coded way, but she could have just given an address. I don't know. It was just. Well, she, yeah. Well, because he I guess said he would kill her if she did. He said he would kill her if she did. I know. So she said that, and she also, I guess, was able to say behind the behind, behind the fountain. the statue or behind the fountain yeah. or whatever. Yeah. She slipped that in, but at least it was something. Yeah. Did you like the uh, any of the the set designs that sort of thing I, i'm always very particular the crypt about that i thought was very cool yeah um what about in the citadel like they had three or four four different locations within the, like the hallways no multiple i mean it's hallways, mostly but... just hallways right and you had the council room the computer room the council room yeah i liked it i just thought it was really good other than like the costume things where it felt like things didn't fit omega's head was very smushy um, What's the deal with the interface to the Matrix? The little crown with jewels that's that floats down out of the sky onto their heads, and then they're in the Matrix, and then it floats. But you see the president do it, the the high the the Lord President at the beginning. That's how he interfaces with. It. And then um, Davison, when he's going to enter the Matrix, he it comes over his head. It was just weird. It it just it didn't. It looked cheesy as heck because it is green screen floating in and out off of his head. But it was one of the only really bad green screen effects in this whole story. It just seemed like they didn't need to do that. He could have just used his hand and put it on or off. It just, like, okay, oh, you, I'm yeah. being picky, but that just that, bugged me. Gallifrey, that's how they do things, Dan. I don't know. It's just that because everything else looks so good comparatively, that looked really, really bad to me. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm I mean, the, set, the set's... We're fine. I, 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 I thought think, the costuming was. Thought the great. costuming was, except for the ill-fitting yeah, thing. To me, but the overall design sort of looked really good. Had sort of some. All right. Some well, issues. It was fine. I, I like the crypt. The crypt stuff was looked really cool. Um, I I love the fact that Omega is in there because I think he's a really interesting character. And what's his ultimate fate in this? He sent back to where he came, or destroyed forever. It, well, the doctor even says that they thought he was destroyed before, so I don't think anyone knows. All right. Um, I think I mean, he. I'm sure he re- returns in some. I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to get yeah. spoiled for it. So who uh, knows? But it was cool. I mean, again, I middle of the road. I think this episode was. I thought for me. half of it was great, and then the other half just dragged so long. So it's another yeah. one of those like if this had been three episodes, this might have been great, which is so much better than the six episode stories that should have been two so overall it's fine the sixth one i would have not completed okay so overall middle of the road but overall fine fine i've seen a lot worse um, yes and there was plenty of good stuff in it yeah you know for all the reasons that we brought out but next time we're going to jump right into snake dance uh, which i also know nothing about so i'm looking forward to that i guess we're doing just about every we're doing a little run here in yeah, order. every show, every story in this season, which 
ends with the five doctors, right? Because this is yeah. an anniversary season. Season. It's the right? 20th season. season 20, so, yeah. so this is yeah. also the same time that they do the five doctors. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, else, Dan? No, I think uh, that's it for this story, but we can go and talk about some listener feedback. Yeah, we got some listener feedback and some reviews. Uh, if you want to be of part of the listener feedback or reviews, you can email us at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com. You can let us know what you thought of this story, what you think of the next story. Ideally, you'll do that. You'll watch it while we're watching it and let us yep. know and we can read your feedback. You could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at T-O-D-W show. Uh, Facebook, we're on facebook.com slash T-O-D-W-S. And please leave us a review on iTunes unless you're like one of the people that left us a review on iTunes that we, ha- I, we have to talk about. You want to jump Dr. right Sh- into it? Yeah, old Dr. Shoe. Uh, old Doctor Shoe, the old Doctor Shoe <laughs> show. show. The old Doctor Who show promises we have to read it. Although I don't want to read all of it. Yeah. Um, but why don't Go you give it. us one? We finally got a one star review. I mean, guys, got, we did it. We, we finally it. made it. We're at the point uh, where we where people say, hate us. We no longer have perfect five star scores. Yeah, I, I want to say thank you to everyone who has taken the time. I mean, the fact that you even take the time to review is awesome. The fact that all of you have given us five stars, um, deserve it or not, is really very nice of you. Then um, we get this review from uh, someone calling themselves Corey Hames Robot. Yeah, which, which is a is deep is cut amazing. reference to the show. So obviously they're listening to the show. If you're making That's the a- thing that makes me so happy. Like, thank you for taking the time to use Ugh. that. That's really cool that you went and found uh, that a reference in order to give us a one-star review, which reads as follows. These guys are annoying and always talking over each other. Wait, Eric, do we always talk? I don't know. I, 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 we I, never I, even talk about it. So that's not, that's not yeah, inaccurate. Whatever. Then he, he goes on. That's not, I'm going to finish. He says that he's hey, got buddy. bad cousins at Thanksgiving. Listen. Hey, buddy, just let me read this thing. All right. Stop yeah, talking over me. All right. <sighs> they don't actually seem to know what the hell they are talking about and somehow take, this is a point of pride for them. Hey, I will say, we're not that kind of show. I don't know all the canon. I'm watching this as a fan for the first time. Um, part of it is I don't want to get spoiled uh, about reading future stuff because every time I go to these Wikipedia type pages, it links to all these other things that tell me all the stuff I don't want to know, and I just want to know the things about this story. So if we get things wrong, we get things wrong. That's fine. Anyway, sorry, we're getting very defensive, guys, but this is I haven't this said is, anything. I'm, not being I'm getting very There's no reason to be defensive. Not everybody's going to like the show. Yeah, we're That's not the for only everybody. thing we know is everybody has their own opinion and nobody will ever love this guy. Those are the only <laughs> two things that I know for a fact. I mean, he doesn't go on. He talks about that you're at Thanksgiving with two cousins that you dread. Yeah. You're the guy at Thanksgiving that people dread. Guy, it's fine. Just don't come to our Thanksgiving yeah, anymore. I'm sure there you know what? There are are dozens of other Doctor Who podcasts that are probably much yeah, more up their rock, alley. You're gonna, hit, so. you're gonna hit one. But yeah. Anyway, no. thank you for taking the time to review us. That's fine. Um, it just hurts like heck. Okay, so um but we do have some other stuff, so that's that's our one star review. Got through that easily. Um we did get some feedback um uh on Twitter, because I was I was letting you guys know that this is the one that we're that we're about to record. Um the responses we got were uniformly negative about this story, and I don't know if that's the way it is across the entire world of Who. Um, you just heard us say that we're kind of in the middle of the road, but leaning more towards positive overall. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Gallifrey Forums, at Gallifrey Forums on Twitter says, uh, I like Ark of Infinity. I won't say it's the best story ever, but I like it. I think we're yeah. 100% on board with that one. 
Um, at Jeff Waddle 68 on Twitter says, I like the opening closing credits of the story. (laughs) That's a lie. I don't even like them. Though I love the podcast, obviously. Thank you, Jeff. That takes away the sting of our one-star car, one star review. Um, he does say the chicken pantomime monster masquerading as Omega's servant, he can get to cluck. Sure. I'm with you on that, though. Um, <laughs> the pantomime monster. Chicken monster. Okay. So um, then we have our, our friend uh, uh, Bernard JKD on Twitter. Uh, gave us a lot of great feedback on this. Um where he actually points out Davison's uh, face when he realizes that uh, uh, yeah, that's Tegan's back. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, uh, he, he gets him every so time. Pained. He's so pained. So I had, uh, if you check our timeline on Twitter, you'll see that reaction shot because that just makes me laugh, laugh, laugh. Um, so, yeah. So uh, thank you for the the, twi- the tweets at us. We'll uh, put some more GIFs up on the timeline there before the show goes live on Wednesday. You can find all the rest of them on the show page at theolddoctorwhoshow.com. We did get um, a bunch of emails um, as well. So let me just get to those kind of quickly here. Uh, already taking a whole bunch of time, so I'm going to try to fly through this. Um, Carrie writes to us about Earthshock, um, saying that she... Uh, uh, you know, it hasn't quite listened to the the time flight uh, episode yet, um, but she does point out that Big Finish is considered canon because we did have some uh, question about that. So I'm guessing you know everything's kind of canon. Yeah. So th- so that would mean Adric is alive, right? Because there is that Big Finish story where Adric did not die. So that's interesting. Um, thank you, Carrie, too. Yeah. So thank you. And um, we had asked specifically about people who had watched Earthshock at the time when they were kids. Um, Carrie says you asked for. You asked for that uh, recollection. She says, I'm old enough to remember seeing this on Channel 2 PBS when I was a kid. I was shocked that it looked like he had died. And I thought it was weird that... Um, I thought it was weird that it seemed like the story had ended when there was another episode. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. This is hard for me to read. Dan is just learning how to read. He's gotten up to, like, the level two books. Um, so you have to... Oh, gosh. I'm going to start this over again. Maybe Eric can edit this part out or not. Um... Carrie says, you asked for people who saw Earthshock when kids. I'm old enough to remember seeing this on Channel 2 PBS when I was a kid. I was shocked that it looked like he had died, and I thought it was weird that it seemed like the story had ended when there was another episode, obviously, when when they would show how they rescued Adric. I see. Okay. It was just a complicated sentence. So you were, you were thinking when you saw this, like, oh, there must be another story. How is he going to come back? She continues, I did not realize Adric had died until the next week. I was used to the, uh, very used to the cliffhangers and just thought it was another one. So it dawned on me very gradually that Adric had died. Uh, um, that's that's an interesting take. You're right. They kind of they can kind of lead you down that road of expecting these sort of twists. Because yeah, for us, like we like, know definitively yeah. start and end of all these serials. But if you've been watching it on TV, you may think that oh, it's a six parter. Yeah. Um, and just to continue, continue that thought. Finally, you probably know uh, by now that Adric was not the first companion to die. It was the first episode I saw, which. First episode I saw in which one died, but there's a last episode called the Daleks Master Plan. That is basically a companion massacre, uh, depending on how you count the companions. Um, he lost between one and three companions. So, in some of those things, you know, these are companions for that story, and then they they die. But that happens in almost every story now. Every someone dies in every story, and they have some contact with the Doctor. So, I don't know if you can kind of consider that. Anyway, Carrie, thank you so much. I said I wasn't going to ramble so we can get through some of these, but thank you so much for writing in. Again, this is a return writer, so thank you for that. Um, 
Okay, so Jim is writing back in to say he was re-listening to the podcast um, and said that we were wondering about Nisa's age, uh, and they said that she was two years old. Now, is that keep true? Her story. Did, I don't is that a joke, that. or did we really miss that? We may have missed I couldn't, it. Yeah, I couldn't tell from his... I couldn't read his tone, whether that was sarcasm that she was two years old. She can't be two years old. She's very precocious, two-year-old. Right. No, I can't I can't think that's the case because of the, the whole flashback to the way she was guarding over the the statue in the keeper track and for years taking care of it. Yeah, we saw her get older. Yeah. Right? Didn't we see yeah. a little I, kid? And then although that might have been a very compressed timeline. Right. It was in over any, the course of a case, week. He goes on to, to, goes on to say, also, you have continuously made such a fuss over Adric that I'm now paying attention to this actor, whom I never gave a second thought to. When I looked up his biography on Amazon, the reviews told me that he had devoted a chapter of his book to denigrating Tom Baker and Lala Ward. Still have not read that book yet. I will get to it eventually. Um, whom he never worked with. That told me right away there was something very off kilter. Oh, right, because he never worked with Lala. Okay, fine. He says some child actors never get a chance to grow up normally and end up in a bad way, et cetera, et cetera. Many examples to be cited in that case. Please don't continue to bash poor Adric. Just yeah, be glad he got a chance to grow up without being in a fishbowl of fame. Hey, we just don't no, we like totally, what they did with the character very much. Yeah, and I feel I feel like it's possible that maybe Jim hasn't listened to our Earthshock uh, review. We sort of go into that. Um, and I feel like many, many times we talk about feeling bad for, for doing those things. So it's nothing against the actor. These are just... People we're just trying to make each other scripts. laugh. <laughs> you know, I think we were we were pretty clear. We felt like he was completely underdeveloped and underused. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a fairly fine. annoying character because he was underused and, and not that was not entirely his fault. And and we did actually have a, a big heartfelt turnaround on him. So we liked yeah. him. Moving on, uh, Trevor wrote in um, with uh, some some nice things to say. Um, so he, Trevor said, he started with the Terror of the Autons, is now three-quarters of the way through Robots of the Death. Um, he's almost com- uh, finished eight seasons, and he's working his way forward, which is kind of cool. So far, I'm loving it. I think I'm more of a Pertwee guy, but for companions, I like Sarah and Leela way better than I like than Joe Grant. So yeah, I'll call it a watch. I, I like Sarah, but I like Joe Grant better than Leela. So that's just me. I like Joe a lot. Um... He says, very uh, enjoying watching, uh, listening after every serial to see uh, what we're doing here. Uh, as I don't know anyone else following along with the classic series, and I don't have anyone to talk to about it, like I do for the reboot and other current shows I'd like to watch. So that's that's honestly where we're coming at from this. So I'm glad that you, you're taking it that way. It's just Eric and I talking about these stories uh, together because we have no one else to talk to about it. So you guys get to listen we're in. Alone. We're all out. And our, our, our significant others won't watch them with us either. So you guys are our surrogate uh, significant others that we can talk to. So I'm glad that you're getting the same value out of this as we are uh, when we get to talk to each other about this. So that's great. We also, guys, so those are the, the emails that were well, sent in directly. Sure. So that's really nice of you guys. We also get um, comments on the website. So you can comment on yeah, every actually any page on the site. But if you want to go to specific story pages. Yeah, every and, episode uh, we have as a comment section. You can just comment right there. And we do get those as well. Uh, we got a comment on Time Flight uh, from Michael. Saying that we're gl- he's glad we found a silver lining in this story. Um, recently rewatched oh, it, was unimpressed from the bubble wrap footage. The predominantly middle-aged passengers half-heartedly trying to break into the power <laughs> source. Bad. I mean, I think that even that that episode is, or story is just not very good. I never no. want to watch Time Flight again. Michael does say, "I'm in uh, Concord with your comments on the use of Concord." <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. Uh, thank you, Michael, for that comment. 
Um, we got a comment from way back. Uh, our third story, which was the first ever story, yeah, Unearthly Child. Um, this is uh, a comment that says, from Sean, uh, if you haven't found it yet, the first Sonic Screwdriver was uh, in the Troughton serial Fury from the Deep, where it was basically a pen light with a, that very slowly drove screws sonically. And that I, that's not a, That's that, not a story we... It does make sense. Yeah. We didn't do that story yet. I don't know if we're no, going to do it. No, I don't know if it. it's on our list. I don't think it's on the re two. Re 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 um, so we got uh, Sean also um, commented on number four, Tomb of the Cybermen. Uh, it's very sad that two-thirds of Trotten's stories are, com are incomplete at best. That is true. It's sad. Um, and it's sadder that the ones that are there aren't all that good. Um, it does have some recommendations for us of ones that we should go back and Yeah, one uh, of them was Power out. of the Daleks, which we which did. Which we did do. So he may not, um, Sean, you may not be aware, we sat through that, which I sat through also, it. I never want to sit through that animated movie again. It kind of turned me off the animated redos entirely. Yeah. I'm kind of, kind of worried about that. And lastly, Sean, uh, on fire this week, uh, commenting on number six, Doctor Who and the Solorian saying... I see you skipped Inferno, the serial after this one. I highly, highly, highly recommend going back and watching that one at some point. Uh, probably the best Pertwee serial. So we yeah, will I go back. Yeah, I think that's worth to adding to the list of, with that kind of recommendation. So Yeah, so Eric will take care of that. Added. Thank you, guys. Again, thank you for all Did the we comments on that's the website. A of, that's uh, a lot feedback. of stuff. It's a lot of feedback. So if thank you, you for as those. we mentioned all those things, if you want to leave a review, like maybe a five-star review to... Maybe uh, a 10-star review to kind of compensate. Overcompensate. We're never going to mention this again. This, this no, horrible, horrible whatever pain in guys, our hearts. Whatever you guys write, we have to read. So, you know. Just, we're going to do it. So please be gentle. Um, so, yeah. So, thank you for the feedback. Uh, uh, Twitter, uh, T-O-D-W show on Twitter. Um, also, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash... Yeah, we gave them all that. Go Dr. Show. Uh, you can follow me directly on Twitter at DanJNJ. You can yep, follow and Eric. And I'm on E. Grissom. Um, yeah. You so can see, you can, see yeah, all the comic book stuff that Eric's got going on. Yeah, and if you uh, want to pre-order Gregory Suicide, which comes out in October uh, of this year, you can go to ericgrissom.com slash Gregory Suicide, and that should send you to the Random House page, I think, which has all of the pre-order links. You should also just get the one-shot Gregory Suicide while you're waiting for that one to come out. Yeah, and you get that great. for free. You can go right to my website, ericgrissom.com, and if you sign up for the newsletter, which I rarely send, I haven't even sent <laughs> one out yet, um, you give me your email, and then you get the PDF. Yeah, so That's check that out. All, All right. right. So until, talking, Dan. until three next weeks from time. now. Until who? We just talk what? over each other. Over each other, but we're trying to end. It, we shouldn't. We should try uh. to be better about this, guys. All right. All right. Until then. <laughs> Bye. Stranger, just trying to swing a full time round. I never knew the cold handle danger till I met this one and took it inside.
my robot, you know?